0: The Worker-Learner podcast is brought to you by the Professional Learning Hub, Griffith University's platform for executive and professional education. Bringing together the expertise of Griffith University's academics and research centres, our professional learning is designed to deliver creative solutions for the workplace of tomorrow. Whether you are looking for opportunities for yourself or your team, We have you covered. Okay, hello uh, and uh, welcome. Uh, My name is Brian McIntosh. Uh, I'm going to be the host of this podcast uh, for today. Uh, I'm Associate Professor of Integrated Water Management at uh, Griffith University, uh, affiliated to the International Water Centre and also the Australian Rivers Institute and the School of Environment and Science. Um, integrated water management, you're probably going, what what on earth is that? Uh, look it, it's about it's about trying to understand water from a whole of system perspective. Um, if you've listened to any of the other podcasts in the, the water part of this series, you'll you'll see how we we take water and then we explore it much more widely and broadly. And today we're going to be looking at a topic which is probably close to the hearts of many of you who are listening, water and beer. And we are going to be, uh, I suppose, exploring what might be a little bit obvious about water and beer—beer beer is made of water—but uh, then going much more deeply into into uh, into water use, water efficiency, in breweries, uh, and and up into the supply chains of, of breweries. And we're going to do that with a brewer. Uh, now, Sarah. Uh, you're a brewer, can you can you introduce yourself I guess what your formal position is and, and maybe just tell us something a little bit about um, about what a brewer is and does.
1: Um, thanks Brian. So my name's Sarah Lang and um, I'm the head brewer at um, CUB Anasahi's Abbotsford brewery in uh, in Melbourne. and um, so what what I do as a <clears throat> excuse me as a, as a brewer? quite a large brewery so I, I manage um a a big team of people about 60, 60 odd people who are responsible for um for making all of the liquid um all of the liquid products um that will go go off and be packaged into cans bottles um kegs by liquid our... products you mean beer yeah. It's mainly beer. We do a small amount of cider as well, but it is, it is mainly beer, and we do lots of um, lots of great, um, great, great beers um, that are sold throughout the country. Um, so, what do what do brewers do? Um, we um, and depending on there, there's many there's many different kinds of breweries, large and small, and uh, every every person who's a brewer probably does some some slightly different um, different tasks depending on where they work. But um, we um, essentially make the beer, so from from the raw materials, um, manage the manage the brewing equipment um, that does this. Uh, so it's, it's not all done by not all done by hand. Um, we monitor um, the quality of of that product as it's moving through our process. Um, make sure that. Um, Tastes right, so we do a lot of tasting, um, which is which is a perk. Um, (laughs) So we taste everything, all uh, many times, over and over through the process. Um, We measure and analyze, so we make sure we monitor um, the the quality of the of the product as it moves through the process to make sure that the the finished product is going to, um, and in my case, say Carlton Draft, to make sure the Carlton Draft is going to taste exactly as it's supposed to. And, um, and we also, um, and in the context of what we're talking about today, water, we, we also uh, monitor and measure um, um, our, our utilities. How much water are we using? Um, are, we, are we wasting anything? We obviously don't want to waste any beer. It's, it's expensive. Um, but we're, we're monitoring our processes to make sure that um, everything's running to standard. And um, we're making exactly what we need to at the right time um, to the right quality um, so that our consumers um, are able to purchase, um, you know, our, our products as, as they wish to. So, um,
0: Can I ask um, just a, a sort of quick, quick question just to explore a little bit more um, into the world of brewing before we, we turn our attention to water? Talk about a large brewery and a small brewery, and, and you're in a large one. What does yeah. what, what does large and small m- mean?
1: Yeah. Okay. So, um, so my brewery, which is which is a large uh, large brewery, we we produce. Um, so one of the one of the interesting things about the water, or the beer industry, is we measure everything in in hectolitres, which is a unit of one hundred liters. Okay. Hectoliters. So I, I know in the water sector we we like to use megaliters and kiloliters. So we um, we produce three million hectolitres of beer a year which would which would roughly equate to say about 16 percent of the Australian market in volume so that that's a big brewery so 16
0: percent three... from one brewery
1: yes okay yeah. so so you've got a number of big breweries in Australia that can do those sorts of those mm. sorts of volumes some in between and then some, some much much smaller um, um um, boutique and craft craft breweries, so that's 300 megalitres of of beer in a year from um, from this this large brewery. So 300 million liters uh, of,
0: uh, yep. of beer.
1: Fantastic. Yep. And we're not the biggest. There's, <laughs> there's, oh.
0: there's some ones, so. Who's who's bigger? Or what, what, what?
1: The brewery you have up in um, in Queensland at Yatala would be the biggest at the moment.
0: And roughly, do you know roughly sort of what the, the volume of beer is that comes out? Yeah, of they're doing,
1: they'd be doing over 4 million hectolitres, so 400 megalitres in a year.
0: 400 million litres of beer. Isn't that a glorious thought? Uh, it it's is. fantastic. Yes. Um, okay, so look, we're, 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 we've sort of nicely segued our, uh, our way into volume. And from volume, it's a very short step into water. Um, and obviously, we're talking about the, the volume of Beer that you produce the the, the final, final product, so some of the 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 water that's used in brewery is is, is the actual product itself the beer. Yep. Um, well, where else? How is water used in in brewing? Is it is it just in the final product, or how else is it used?
1: Yeah, sure. So, um, so if you, if you look at a beer that contains five percent alcohol content, um. The other 95% is largely beer, so you, you've got that direct um, that direct input. Um, but to um, to make that that product, um, breweries breweries measure um, the ratio of water they use to um, to the final product. So you might have a ratio of 3 to 1, 10 to one, ten to one, two to one. Um, so that, that extra water gets used in, in other places um, that's not part of the 95% um, contents of the beer. So, water is to make the actual beer product, um, water is mixed with, um, with barley. So, we're adding water at that phase. Um, and then through the brew house, we end up with a liquid that, um, that goes on uh, to be fermented with the yeast to, to form beer. So in addition to, to that water input, which is the direct input into the product, um, a lot of water is used for, um, for cleaning. So beer is a food, uh, food product. And we also need to ensure that, um, that we don't have other um, micro um, organisms in, in the process other than the yeast because we want the yeast to be the, the yeast is the king, the yeast is the, is that, um, the right yeast um, that will Um, convert our sugars to ethanol Um, there's 600 other um, chemical reactions that occur in fermentation that are producing all of the the subtle flavors so you know we want to ensure that the only microorganism that's in the fermentation is that um, yeast that we want to be in there to drive um, to drive that process so we have to do lots and lots and lots of cleaning uses a lot of water Um, we also um, these processes have to occur at a lot of different temperatures so we go from high temperature to low temperature back to high temperature back to low temperature so we use a lot of water um, for um, heating and cooling the liquid through our, um, our production processes
0: Oh, so you're not directly heating up the beer you you're heating it up using like you're not you're not going to burn it or something like that underneath them a, a well you
1: view. use steam for example which is made mm-hmm. from water or you'll okay. use a heat exchanger where we're we're passing hot water um, against the, uh, the cold liquid um, to heat it up sure. So, sure so it's used as a heat transfer um, heat transfer medium okay um, cooling towers um, um, processes like that and there's another really important process that we Mm -hmm. do um in beer making after we after we package our our beer so the beer would either get packaged into a keg or Mm -hmm. a a bottle or a can Mm -hmm. Um, we most most breweries pasteurize their products and that's to ensure that they stay microbiologically stable through the supply chain okay Uh, so products that are packed into a bottle or can, um, we would put through a machine called a tunnel pasteuriser, which is a um, a very big box, mm-hmm. is what it looks like, just sort of 20 metres by four metres by five metres, and it's a very big box. It's a long conveyor that the, the, the bottles and cans slowly move through, um, and um Water at different temperatures is um, drizzled over uh, the bottles through that machine to slowly heat them up to a pasteurisation temperature, and then slowly cool them down again. Um, so that that's um, that process is occurs by um, heating and cooling uh, the product. That uses a lot of water.
0: Um, look, that's well, that's um, that's that, that's great. So those are the, the, the kind of big uh, big uses of water. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned uh, a few minutes ago the sort of ratio that um, uh, some the ratio is your the end product um, uh, you might have two to one so yes. three to one or ten to one which suggests most of the the water is used not in the product it's in those other processes that you've just described it, it, is is cleaning the big one there or is, uh, so not product not the beer is is cleaning the biggest sort of percentage of of those, uh, those other water uses?
1: Uh, yeah, it it would be, um, and it, it does vary, uh, I think according to scale as well. Um, so, um, but for us, yeah, at least 1% would be, would be with cleaning. Mm. Um, Sorry. One one of the two (laughs) units would be cleaning. Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. Um, the. And this sort of range of ratios then, um, which it suggests that um, some breweries are—you know—if you've got a, a higher ratio, ten to one, you're using more water for every unit of beer produced. Two to one, uh, much less. Um, it is, What's considered good and bad, and what what drives that difference? You know, is it the big big breweries that can be super water efficient, and small breweries not? Is it got something to do with scale, or is it is it something else? What's what's good and bad in terms of that ratio, um, and and what 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 creates a good ratio? You know, more
1: water efficiency. Yeah, yeah. So um, you know, figures of, of ten to one. Uh, what I used to read about, um, you know, when I, when I did some of my brewing training fifteen years ago. Um, so they're traditionally the sorts of, of values that um, the breweries use. Some of the really small ones, you know, may have may have ratios um, like this. World class is is two, um, and I think a, you know a benchmark that's expected of of large breweries would be. You know, around around three. Um, to get to drive the number lower, you need to have a lot of reuse processes um, in the um, in the facility and um, reuse processes um, for a bit more infrastructure, so that that, that gets easier to design as, as the scale um, scale grows up. Um, okay,
0: so when when we're talking about water, then here. Probably important for the the listeners to understand we're talking about kind of raw water water that come comes into yep. the brewery um yep. so i guess in principle uh you know a brewery with two to one ratio is probably using the same actual volume of water to clean um but it's just that it's not coming in from outside the brewery it's being recycled is that is that true
1: yeah um look yes but but again so Reuse health, but also reducing consumption. So, mm-hmm. you know, you do have to um, to get the ratios down low. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do need to um, reduce consumption. So optimise each cleaning process to, to make sure that it's really only using as much water as it needs to. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to come up with a, other clever ideas um, of ways to... Um, Slightly reduce consumption, or you know, eliminate a particular use for water. So, so consumption does does play a part. Mm. But yes, if you're going to do a mass balance, um, you would find that these breweries that are um, that are at a two to one ratio, you know, are in fact using a lot more water. But that, but they have this, um, they have this recycling loop.
0: Okay, and in thinking about you know the sort of work of a brewer, then so so it's the brewers. Uh, inside a brewery that, that that figure out how to make make processes use less water. Um,
1: yep. yep. Okay. Yep.
0: So you're kind of chemical engineers.
1: Yes. I, I must confess I'm a chemical engineer.
0: <laughs> but producing a very, very nice blend of chemicals at the end. Yes. Um okay so two yeah, so, so two two to one is a ratio so two liters of beer for every liter of beer uh, two liters of water for every liter of beer produced that's that's kind of, yep. that's global best best practice three liters would be uh, for every liter of beer produced would be um kind of good um, and probably expected of a large brewery
1: yep. um
0: are there any breweries in Australia which are Getting towards two, if not already at two.
1: Yeah, uh, well, I think um, Yashla Brewery in southeast Queensland. Mm-hmm. Um, um, if it, if it doesn't hold the record for lowest water use globally, it, it would have for for much of its um, history. So, so they they hover around two, sometimes a bit below. Um, wow, okay. and, yeah, and so they've they've really driven the driven the standard um, globally.
0: Okay. Um, yep. And is it a, is it a little bit of a competition between breweries to, like like as a brewer, are you looking outside and going, all right then, let's see what we how, how we can do?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it, um, and I mean, it doesn't just come from the from the brewers. You know, our hmm. um, our business does challenge us because we have to pay for water, right? So yep. Yep. you know, there's always there's always a lot of interest from the from the business to find ways to. Encourage you to use less because you know, it's um, um, it's cost saving. It's um, it helps you know our environmental credentials. So, so whilst there is competition between between breweries, um, every every individual brewery would w- would receive a challenge um, to try and do what they're doing a little bit better. So every year, you've got to just try and use just a little bit less every year, right, and, and drive that number down. Okay. Okay. So you can so, be
0: themselves as well. Yeah. Yeah. So there's an internal, there's a commercial reason for, for, for reducing yeah. water use. Um, and look, if you're talking in the scale that of production, and you're talking 300 million liters of beer, in a, yeah, so three to one, uh, that would be 900 million liters of raw water versus. Six hundred million liters. Six hundred million liters. Still a lot of liters, but you know, it's yeah. it's a lot less than nine hundred million liters. So yeah, uh,
1: it is. Um, and and typically, so you know, a, a brewery of this scale would be one of the largest um, municipal industrial users um, of of water in a um, in an area. So um, it's it's a significant quantity of, of water.
0: Um. So you've got this in, internal uh, driver to, to to reduce raw water use, um, which is great. You know, it's got commercial commercial reasons, but then there's also the, the the external. I guess the both the impact of breweries on local water resources, but also the the um, the potential exposure to, to to risk. You know, if you if you just simply can't get enough water, um, uh, to what extent? and how are breweries exposed to to water scarcity? Is it something that, has a brewery ever failed or not been able to produce beer because it hasn't had enough water? Is water scarcity something that brewing companies and individual breweries think
1: about? Uh, Look, it is. um, And it certainly, um, it, it gets thought about a lot more when, when the local, the local area is, is in um, a period of water scarcity. Mm. Because, then, because then you have a lot of direct um, input from uh, local governments to try and ensure that you are using the least amount of water possible. So, uh, you know, there, there's been um, examples where in Australia, when, when various uh, municipal areas have gone through really heavy periods of drought, um, local governments have imposed requirements on on large industrial users that they they need to reduce their consumption mm. um, and that's something that um, that's something that's occurred um, say in southeast Queensland um, where um, uh, the, the big drought um, a decade ago there was a lot mm. of focus um, on on trying to ensure that Businesses reduce their water consumption. So, in that scenario, breweries were given a direct challenge to reduce their water water consumption, mm. and and had to spend you know varying levels of investment to um, to adhere to that.
0: So, in in terms of uh, so if if a brewery is in an area which is is undergoing drought uh, or for some other reason water resources are are becoming scarce um responding to the the internal commercial driver of of increasing water efficiency reducing the total amount of water used that, that makes sense um, is is there anything else that you can do is there, um is there any sort of yeah is there any fundamentally different way of producing beer or is it really just about either are the are the options just recycling more or Optimising processes more. What's is there anything else that the breweries can do?
1: Yeah, I, I think um, yeah, you know, I, I think to date it, it's around um, optimising more, recycling more, and until you get into the the broader supply chain, um, you, know, you can you can look at other um, other drivers there. There's things such as um, you could drive more volume into kegs rather than small packages. That's that's more efficient. For example, but
0: uh, well, just because you lose less through spills, or what?
1: Um, so if you if you look at the um, if you start to look at virtual virtual water, mm-hmm. um, sort of further up and down the supply chain, um, you know you, you'll see you'll see significant differences there. So um, there's um, Water is required to produce our raw materials, mm-hmm. so whether that be um, the grain, mm-hmm. uh, the hops, um, or the packaging materials, so uh, the glass bottles, the aluminium cans, um, the cardboard boxes that um, the, the products are packed in. Um, keg, uh, a stainless steel keg is fantastic because you um, you wash it, fill it, send it out to um, to a local venue. Um, and um, you bring it back to the brewery, um, wash yeah. it, and refill. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So there's direct—it's direct reuse, whereas glass, if that's recycled, it's pretty indirect. You know, it gets mashed yeah. down and made into new glass, which will be water-intensive, I guess.
1: Yeah, I, I think that re- reuse of of glass mm. is a lot less water intensive than producing new glass. Um, but yes, you, you've got you've got quite a lot more steps in the um, in the recycling chain um, there. Interesting. Including lots of transport. So, um...
0: Um, and then thinking about what else comes into a brewery, so you've got all these packaging materials, um, you've got the, the water itself that we've talked about, and then we've got the the, the grain. Um, can, can you tell us something about, about where, where do you get your grain from? Do you just look local or do you look global? And are you thinking as a brewery, are you thinking about, the water scarcity of the places that you or the, that you're buying grain from. Are you thinking about um, the the water footprint and trying to buy more water efficiently produced grain? Um, yeah, what's it, t- tell us a little bit about 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 what it, that grain that comes in and how you how you think about sourcing it and what the potential impacts might be.
1: Yeah, so um, so we, we source our grain locally. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and we also um, we source barley direct from um, direct from growers, so we know we know the regions that it's coming from, um, which is then malted um, for us. Um, and um, so so we do do quite a bit of work um, with growers and the and the industry to. Um, to understand what kind of um, varieties of, of mm. grain are being grown um, growers um, again it's it's, it's business that they, they want to maximize their yield mm. um, so um, so that they're using their their land as efficiently as possible mm. uh, so so we do um, we do have to to work on uh, being able to um, brew with um, new varieties that are coming on the market all the time, some of which, um, some of which perform, um, differently to, um, to the older varieties that that we're used to. But this is really driven around, um, efficiency, getting more yield, um, per unit of, um, per unit of land, Mm -hmm. Uh, obviously, um, drives water efficiency because you're not applying any extra water, um, to get that extra grain. So, um, the it's, it's reliant on rainfall. Mm. Uh, where you growing barley? So um, the impacts of climate change and and how that's influencing growers to make decisions around uh, around what they grow is um, is of of quite some um, con- concern. Um, so you know we need to be agile and work with work with growers to ensure that you know we're going to continue to get the um the type of grain that we need um and, and but also so that we can be um we can be quite agile um as um as growers make decisions about um perhaps changing to a different um a different kind of grain or a pulse um or, or needing to move to a different region or, or variety so the longer term there's you know there's all those um Interconnections between um, you know decisions that growers may make around um, um, food scarcity, water scarcity. What, what are they going to grow? And uh,
0: uh, as we sort of begin to bring the this conversation to a close, I'm, I'm sort of wondering. there's a couple of questions in my mind. One is: Are, are you already beginning to see some impact of, of of climate change in the sense that are you seeing that your growers some growers are no longer able to grow uh, a particular grain. Is there some kind of a shift, you know, in the, sometimes uh, uh, hear about in the, the media, wine migrating south. Uh, is there something happening with grain that's detectable as a pattern in that sort of a simpler way or maybe even a little bit more nuanced?
1: There's still plenty of grain, mm-hmm. um, but, we you know, we see it directly um, in, a, in a changing price. Okay. Um, what we what we have to pay, so so we are so those kind of considerations do feed directly into grain price, yeah. um, which we're we're subjected to.
0: Yeah, no, look, that that, that makes sense because you're you don't shift land based enterprises. Easily, because the land doesn't move. Yeah. So you're going to hang on for for probably as long as you can yep. a, a, under climate change. Um, so the natural place for a signal to be seen would be price rather than yep. rather rather than availability. Yep. Okay. And
1: and most growers will will switch between um, crops. Sure. Um, as well. Okay.
0: Look, one final question then, uh, Sarah. You've given us a great understanding of um, of brewing as a process. You've broken down uh, the, the, that process into different steps and how water is, is used, um, cleaning the product itself, uh, heating, cooling. Um, uh, you've given us a great insight, I think, into the, the brewery as a place where materials come in and some of the... Water consequences of of those materials, um, including uh, including the grains. Um, Looking towards the horizon as a brewer, um, how do you see the relationships between um, water and beer changing uh, into the future?
1: Yeah, I think they're always going to need to work together. Water and beer. Um, You know, we cannot make beer without water. Um, But I see that. Breweries will take on more responsibility with um, with regard to water, not just with trying to use the least amount as possible, but um, part of making great beer is to have um, water of, of a certain quality. So, uh, most breweries do need to treat their incoming water to ensure that it's got the right um, the right mineral content, for example. Mm-hmm. So. Breweries are equipped with infrastructure for um, potable water treatment. Um, And then as they try to reduce their water footprint, they're also then implementing reuse and recycling um, infrastructure. So they're also then um, capable of producing um, waters of different qualities. And as they reduce their own usage more and more, um, I think this opens up then the opportunity to become a provider within their community where if if they have surplus potable water, that's maybe something that they can share with the local community. Mm. Um, Surplus um, non-potable water, um, again, is is valuable and can be used for the right purpose. And I think that breweries of the future will find themselves um, able to play more in this this space where, um, where they can be a provider to their local community. Nice.
0: Um, so what utilities uh, breweries as many many water suppliers?
1: Absolutely. I mean particularly in in an area if, if you were to imagine as um, many places in the world where um, the municipal water supply is not considered potable. so um, if, if the brewery needs to convert that water into um, potable quality, um, what's stopping them from sharing some of that with um, with the people who are living around the outside of the um, of the facility?
0: That's fantastic. Uh, Look, the idea that we might uh, move a little bit further as a, uh, as a planet towards universal access to clean water through increasing the provision of beer is a wonderful <coughs> place to, to finish this, this podcast. Uh, Look, thank you uh, very, very much, Sarah, um, for your, your time uh, and your expertise and, and insights today. Um, let's say goodbye from, from us.
1: Thanks very much, Brian. Uh, been really great chatting with you.
0: The Worker Learner podcast was brought to you by the Professional Learning Hub, Griffith University's platform for executive and professional education.